Yeah, John, start us up. We're all here. All right. So we're going to start today by doing something a little different instead of just getting right into the banter. We're going to do a fun little thought experiment. So in baseball, Fernando Tatis uh, Jr. this week signed a 14-year, I think it was 300 and, what was it, 340? 340, which is about 24 million. Yeah. Yeah. Year 340 million. The age of 22, the Padres said, we've seen enough. We know he's going to be great for 14 more years. Let's just give him the bag. Well, I think that that's an insane ideal to give someone a 14-year contract in sports. Uh, I thought, hey, how great of an idea would it be to, like, each pick a basketball player under the age of 23, so they have to be 22 at the time of recording or younger, that you would feel confident enough in to give, if you were a GM of a franchise, to give them like 300 and some odd million dollars, $400 million, whatever the equivalent would be in the NBA for 14 years. And now for context, LeBron James is 36 right now. It would be like giving a 22-year-old LeBron James that four, like 14 years ago, this kind of contract. And like that's literally like the best case scenario of how this would pan out. Most guys aren't playing with this at 36. You realize if you would have given LeBron James that contract, it would have been a lot less money than he's actually made, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like that's Which I mean, is why part, it's a good contract that's the part of the advantage of the deal is like, if it works out and if the player does play healthy for all those years and stays up to like athletic, like fitness, like it works out perfectly. Uh, the, the flaw in that is that like a lot of guys stay in shape so they can keep getting contracts. We've never really seen in nobody in nobody in basketball would ever sign that contract. No, for sure. Because like the money just keeps going up. Like, if you locked in a player for, like, $20 million, $25 million a year, 10 years ago even, that's a deal now. Like, mid-level players are getting, like, $20 million. Like, well, I guess it all depends. Like, now Bradley Beal and and a lot of those players are getting, like, $47 million in, (laughs) in extensions per year. But, no, so... The way I looked at it when I was looking at the list was it's got to be for me a player who is has shown enough already that I would trust that their numbers, even if they didn't go up necessarily that much, were worth paying as like a superstar. But there's lots of players on that list that are like are putting up good numbers who may have like a risk factor why I wouldn't give them 14 uh, mil. We'll start with Emmanuel. Emmanuel, who did you come up with? Wait, so the rule is they can't be 23? They cannot yet be 23 because uh, Fernando Tatis is 22 years old. Uh, Well, then I have two, and they're both rookies. It's Rookies? uh, Yeah. My two were uh, Therese Halliburton and – Patrick Williams. 
Well, now you understand we're talking about giving someone a 14-year like mega deal, like paying them pretty close to the max. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure those two guys are going to end up making about $24 million. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, mean, that, I mean, that's the thing that's the flaw with that contract. It's The big number sounds huge. When you break it down yearly, there's a ton of baseball players who aren't even good that make $24 million a yeah. year, right? I mean, it's a ton yeah. of basketball players that make that much that aren't good either. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, I agree with Emmanuel. It's not like that big a deal. Yeah, you're specifically if you, set, if you know those guys. Yeah, so you're specifically setting the number at what he got, which is three hundred something million, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of players that you would actually sign up for that because that's really, in the grand scheme of things, that's not that big a contract. No, but I, but in basketball it's a little tougher too because like in basket in baseball like if you sign someone for like fourteen years as a hitter or ten twelve years as a hitter, like even if they lose the athletic ability to play in the field as well or they can't steal bases, like usually mm-hmm. like they can still do stuff as power hitters. Like how many times have we seen like right now like Westbrook's already starting to look a little washed and. He's in. He's like 31, 32. Well, like okay. we're talking, but that's that's so about you. So we're talking about you sign a guy to like a fourteen year deal. But hold on, like so Westbrook is looking washed. We all agree on that. But even washed at his age, he's still putting up close to a twenty, a, a triple double. Yeah. For fourteen, yes. for that twenty five million, really, in the grand scheme of sports, is not that big a contract. Yeah. And especially in basketball, too, eventually, you if it gets to a Westbrook – look, the Washington Wizards didn't sign Russell Westbrook to that contract. It was the Oklahoma City Thunder. So that was two teams yeah. ago for Russell Westbrook, meaning he was able to get traded. that was when he was in his prime. Yeah. That was when he was in his prime yeah. when he got that contract. So, I mean, he was, that means he's been able to get traded twice So in that time frame. So – you you went a lot younger than I thought than I thought we were gonna. I, I assumed that. Well, like, I was going younger too with my first pick. All right, let me see. I was here. I was going Anthony Edwards from um the Minnesota Timberwolves who just had the dunk of the year. Yeah, that's another I mean, rookie. Yeah, he's only I mean, twenty years old. If I could lock that, look, yeah. even if even if whatever he's averaging this year, which is I think like maybe fits. 15 points. Yeah, he's slow. He's slowly rising too, by the way. So yeah, and he's giving a lot of the he's getting a lot of the DM D'Angelo Williams is out now. Beasley's no longer on the team. So he's getting a lot more minutes and a lot more of the offensive touches than he was at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So let's say let's say this particular season is all he ever is for the rest of his career, those numbers. Fifteen points and five rebounds and three assists, whatever his numbers are, that's going to be a bargain in 14 years at 25 million. Yeah, and he's right. that's definitely not going to be him for the rest of his career. That's worst-case no, scenario. That, that's the worst-case scenario, right. but let, let's say but let's say that's all he is. In 15, in 14 years, you're going to have to pay like 40 million for a guy doing those pedestrian numbers, the way sports are going. All right, so let's so let's do this now that you guys no, are so no, just just leave it at the the contract you have it at because like we can't predict out a contract to play out. Yeah, well, well that's the thing. Too. The thing is, it's 25, 25 mil in baseball is a lot closer to the max. Like, no is one's it making no? like, like but, is yeah. it no, um, but there is no how much max is in baseball. Making it? Yeah, that's what I mean. 
How much is Trout making a year? Trout's making about $36 million a year. And how much is uh, Bryce Harper and Mookie Betts making a year? They're making in that $36, $37 million. Like, There's no one making like what, base, what basketball players make. Like, yeah. there's, like, next, next, next year, Beal's going to be making $46 million. Yeah, but that's the that's the problem if you sign a long term contract versus to I think the longest a basketball contract could be is what four or five years. Well, what is it? That's it's five. It's uh you can have you can be you can have two years left on your contract and a team can offer you a three team three years. But that's also but that's also baseball's that's also a general issue with baseball because they don't have a salary cap. So yeah, the yes. Oakland A's can't afford the same, you know, to pay the guys who just mentioned that much amount yeah. of money. But oh, you know, the Angels and the Phillies and and the you know well, that's teams. why the that's why the Marlins had trade Stanton. That's why yeah. who's the guy on Colorado that they had to pay fifty million to get traded? Um, John uh, Nolan Arenado, and he got traded to the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean that yeah, so, that well, issue. Well, and that's part of why the Padres gave him that yeah. money is because the Padres aren't usually a big player in that market. And they did the Giancarlo Stanton thing, mm-hmm. where it's like we're gonna we got a guy who's well. Don't they got somebody else that they got there too that makes a lot of money? A guy they do, uh, uh, Manny Maca- Manny Machado. Yeah, thank you. There you go. But yeah, like it looked like if we wait two or three more years on Fernando Tatis Jr., he's gonna be Mike Trout. He's gonna realize he's gonna make a ton of money somewhere else. And that contract's so going to look stupid. So why don't we just pay him right yeah. now and just lock him in? And he's, uh, well, I mean. Uh, See, I think I know what it is. John was expecting one of us to pick Luca or something, right, John? Well, no, that's well, well, that's what I kind of what I was oh, going okay. for. was like, what was like, what, what I was kind of going for was like, who would be a guy under 23 who you would feel comfortable probably paying cl- closer to like 35, 40 million for and lock for like 14, 14 years and like locking them down at pretty much like a map close to a max in baseball. In but basketball. that's the thing. Even if it was we're playing the basketball max in 14 years, that's still going to not be that much money. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's, and if and like, for, and for me, like, like, like the, what I was looking at, my answer was going to be Luca probably. I, right? No. Cause like, I, I, I don't trust, I'm I'm a little racist, so like I I give into like the scout, I give into the scout uh, judgment that they they usually make about European players, which is when they get money and they get comfortable, they get a little lazy. Well, that didn't happen to Dirt. Yeah, it, 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 I guess like Dirk's Lu- fitness kind of went towards the end. No, but oh, Dirk won his title towards the end though. True. But they, he wanted on a, on a team where a lot of other guys are doing work too. I mean, no, but so, Dirk. Like, was, I, well, hold on, but Dirk was the main reason they won the title, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I wouldn't be sold on Luca like past ten years. Past ten years uh, from I now. Yeah. Why not? I don't know why. He already he, like year two. He came in. He came in. Well, like, like no, but that's because of the the yeah. bubble, man. And like he, he he like everyone else expected the basketball to pick up during the March, right? Look, European European players end up on yachts in Spain, like Pau Gasol did and Marc Gasol. That, that's that's not true though, because but those are two yeah, like, in their off in their off. Oh, <laughs> and Kyrie Irving's on a boat with like nothing but white women. And after he won the title, <laughs> so like you're being racist love- to your own kind, man. I'm not European. You're white though. <laughs> you're white though. Man. Come on, man. 
I think I think for Europeans, your wife is your wife. Europeans, love- though, I think it's it's they this the same amount of percentage for it is that American players. It's just that because the percentage of those European guys that come over is so small, that percentage is higher that fail. But once you know you have those guys who make it that succeed, they they succeed. There is no. There is no case of a European player where they come over and they succeed and then start to fail. Like after six years, if they're succeeding in the first three years, they're going to succeed the next ten years. It just Luka Doncic is going to be like one of the greatest players of his generation. Yeah, it just he's not. It gonna, just is. Yeah, he's not. Unless he gets a, a injury, like a major. But unless injury, he gets a injury, major injury, he he's going to be a guy that wants to win MVP and titles. He's not going to be. Uh, Stefan Marbury. Well, I, that's what you. I think. ruled out Luca. I ruled out John Morant because he plays a little too reckless, and I don't know what. Mm-hmm. And those kind of guys, as great as they are in their prime, like they have shorter careers. And these are uh, short things. So who'd you go with? What? I said these are short things. By the way, you mentioned these guys are short things. No, for like, sure. Oh, for, oh, in the sure. next like, eight years, they're going to be doing no, no, this, if no, not no, no, for sh- no, 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 for sure. Like they're both the short things for eight to ten years. I'm talking about the fourteen. Like, like I guess because yeah, I'm but, saying fourteen okay, years, I'm still... focusing on who is going to be great in their prime, and then also give me something in those last four years that contract. But you do understand that, like, if you were able to have. Eight years of prime Luka Doncic at this specific max, it's still going to be a bargain because that's the flaw in this like specific thing. No basketball player would ever sign. This I know contract. that. Yeah, I got a, I got a perfect answer. And before that, but, I'm going to hold out. But not only that, you can trade this player, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> Bef- before Bad that, job. I'm going to rule Bad. out Zion because Zion, I don't trust the weight thing. Yeah, another he was going to be my second player. Yeah, he was going to be my second. My answer. And he's still twenty three for twenty two for another couple weeks. Is Jason Tatum? Okay. I, think, I think that's the most. <laughs> Jason Tatum has already shown what he is, and he's five years away from being like that twenty seven, twenty eight year old prime that we always see. Like guys take another step, and it's scary to think that this guy's like five years away from like from possibly mm-hmm. taking like that next step where he's like a thirty points per game scorer. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he's kind of got that build and that athletic, like. So you think Jason Tatum's going to have a better career than Luka Doncic? I think they're both going to be, like, top five guys in their prime. I trust him. I trust mm-hmm. him at, like, 34, 35, 36 to give, like, more of, like. Over Luka Doncic? To give more of, like, what Vince Carter and LeBron give you at 34, 35, 36, where, like, on his bad night. No, hold he, on. You're, you're not going to want what Vince Carter gave you at 34. Yeah. He was just a guy at 34. LeBron James was still the best player in the world. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't a guy at 34. Like we just saw him retire at 42. Like I'm talking 34. Like I'm talking like like the. So hold on, 30. He, was he, with, he just retired at I think 42. He was with, like the Magic at 34. Vince Carter. He was just a guy at 34. Dude, I'm gonna look up his. Yeah. Comp, his, his I think mean, that was like some. I think he was with the Suns when he was like 34, and like he was he was still like a 20 point per game scorer. Not with the Suns. He hasn't been a twenty. No, he wasn't. No, the Suns. He wasn't. The last time he was twenty point score was like with the Nets. Was with the yeah. Nets. 
Yeah. After he left the Nets, it was pretty much him just going. The to last time he was a 19-point scorer was with the Nets. Yeah. After he left the Nets, well, the Phoenix he was like, Suns, just team to team. Guys. He was averaging 12 points on the Phoenix Suns in 2011. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Well, well, I trust that Tatum would be the kind of guy who could get you corner threes and defend on like his worst night at 36. I think Kobe Bryant was still giving you 27 at 34 because his injury didn't. Yeah, happen. I think if anything, right. if you're talking about just that that qualification, I think if you if you put in, if your answer is Jason Tatum, I would ask everything you had against Luka Doncic. I would put on Jason Tatum. Well, because <laughs> he's why do you say that? He's had inconsistencies, especially like last season. He was he he has. I think he's talking about injuries, right? He's never had a major injury. He's never coming out of shape. Well, yeah. Well, his numbers have progressed every single year. He technically has had an injury. And he did regress. He has COVID this year, right? He did regress last year. And he has shown that sometimes he does regress. So I think his issues you have with Luca should be a Jason Tatum, not Luca. Look, okay, so Jason Tatum last year averaged 23 points. No, his numbers have only gone up a minute. No, but he he's averaged 25 this year, 23 last year, 15 his second year, 13 his rookie. He regressed year. from me. not from a standpoint, no, he, but from uh, a field. He regressed from a playoff, yeah. season, right? A, well, and the, a lot of the what the regression was, what was considered a regression was guys like Bill Simmons and stuff. Assumed that he was going to take like an MVP jump, and he wow. didn't take the MVP jump. Like his numbers went up, but they didn't go to like that level. And it's the same thing as Luca this year. Like his numbers went up a little, they didn't go to the MVP level that everybody was expecting. Right, but but, but my thing is, you you for the reasons that you don't have Luca, I think should be held for the same reasons Jason Tatum because he kind of has that thing where he will. He can regress. He he's shown inconsistencies throughout the seasons too, as well. So I mean, every every notion. I think John's talking basically about the weight gain, right? I'm talking outside about the weight, weight gain was off. I mean, I'm talking about one to one. I'm talking about the weight gain, and I'm talking about like what we've seen the careers that we've seen where guys can play 20 years in the NBA and be quality 20 years in the NBA usually come from. Well, other than LeBron, come from a, who hasn't had Vince LeBron, Carter, Kobe, Vince, well, Vince Carter, well, Vince Carter did not have a quality twenty years. Vince Carter had a quality like ten years, yeah. man, and then he just stuck he just around. Stuck around I'm looking at his stats. <laughs> we so we've we'll, seen long. We've hold seen, on, hold on, John. Hold on, John. What would you consider a quality? I'm talking about for, what number scoring would you consider quality for Vince Carter? And I'll tell you when he stopped doing that. Uh, Give me a, a number that you consider quality. 15. I would say 15, and I would also say, like, the the thing about Vince Carter is towards the end of his career, he also switched into being a really great defensive player. I don't know about great. He was serviceable. Like, I just think you're insulting LeBron James by thinking Vince Carter had a quality career like LeBron James because he fucking did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> not, not at all. I mean, he came off the bench for most of the he, last part of his career. Like, if you want to be honest, if you want to be honest, Vince Carter did not have a quality later half of his career as Carmelo right. Anthony, who was out of the league for like. Two well, years. that's the thing is, I think Jason Tatum can be somewhere between Vince Carter and LeBron. Well, but 
That's a big. That's I was a big goal. Say, if that's the case, wouldn't you say the same about Luca? Like I don't understand. Yeah, that is Look, a big. That that's is too not big a, of a leap to only put on like one person. <laughs> out, out, outside of Dirk Nowitzki, give me a Euro who played for more than fifteen years. Paul Gasol's career isn't as long as you think it is. The, the yes. two guys that yes, it, it is, is. The, the two guys on the Spurs. The guys on the Spurs, uh, Ginobili Tony and um, Tony Parker. And Ginobili and Tony Parker. Paul Gasol was drafted in 2002. And, and when, when was the last year he was serviceable? Who, Tony Parker? Chicago. No, Paul Gasol's last serviceable Chicago. year was Chicago Bulls in 2006. So he gave you 14 serviceable years. Yeah, that's 14 serviceable years. I would, I would years. argue, I would His argue last, he had a, a solid year in San Antonio. Not the best, but... I mean, he was averaging 12 points the first year yeah. in San Antonio. Then it, 10. Yeah. I mean, but, but honestly, the last time he really Chicago, mattered was absolutely, in Chicago. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He's, he's an all-star. So his first, year in, his first year in Chicago, he gave you close to 19 points. His second year in Chicago gave you close to 17 points. And then yeah. that's it. So that's my point. It's my, my, my knock but on That's Luka. not fair to him, though. But that's 14 years. We've though. already seen three years of his career. And we don't, and we don't have a, even enough to count on one hand Euro careers that like gave you anything more than ten years. Well, that's they not just don't. that's not fair though because what is that's not yeah true. because also Paul Gasol was playing international basketball at the same time he was playing during this during in the NBA as well. So he has a whole you know other career too, outside the NBA. Pedro Stoyakovich is on a title team in Dallas, man. And then he retired after that title. Yeah, has a nice years. has a nice long year too. Yeah, and actually, that's not even fourteen years. He was drafted in ninety six, but he didn't come over to the league. Now it's years. not fourteen years. He's drafted in ninety nine, and then he stops playing in two thousand. Yeah, so that's a good title. decade. So he gave you ten points on that Mavericks. That's team. my point. Is even great players like that that are Euros only give you like ten years? The only way you're getting like fourteen years is out of an American player. That's not true. So Dirk Nowitzki. Hold on, Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki's last quality season was uh, 2014. Two. Um, give me. I'm looking because he played a long time. His last quality season was 2016, when he averaged 18 points, and he was drafted in '99. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a long quality yes. career. Yes, man. Dirk is the Dirk is the guy that you you look at and you say like that's the best Euro career you could get. But Luca is trending to be better right. than Dirk. And you I mean if the goal is 14 years, I would bet money that Luca is gonna make the 14 year mark. And I and look I assumed that one I assumed that one of you guys would pick Luca. For me, I would no, for me like, if I, was I mean those are the sure things GM, though. It would, that's a sure answer. That's like I think and I think Tatum's in there with the sure things like He's twenty. Oh, I agree with he's you. He's twenty-two years old. He's already given you what? I'm four just years? angry you thought Vince Carter had a better career than he did. Yeah. Vince Carter's numbers aren't that impressive, man. He just played a really mm-hmm. long time. <laughs> but look, to play a long time in the NBA, like, and to be able to be on a roster. Well, I think after no a point, not that guys, he just got put on a roster because of his name. After a certain, I mean, point. he's he's very over. 
he's very overrated. Yeah. Like his best years with Toronto and Jersey, and then after that, he's a journey. Yeah, because he's putting up numbers anybody that plays basketball yeah. could put up. Like if you gave me, like okay, if you gave me the li- the list of guys under twenty three, which the guys we left, so some of the guys we left off were Jaron Jackson Jr., who's always injured. Uh, one of the guys who well, that was just our, that was just our first picks. I thought we was going more than one pick. Okay, let's go for another. Let's go for another round of picks. Uh, we, we so Emmanuel, who's oh, your second well, pick? I, I gave two, so I guess. Yeah, go with another pick. Go with another one. Well, I mean, no, not just forfeit since I already said two. <laughs> no, just go with oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with LaMelo. I think LaMelo's going to be special. You like LaMelo? Okay. I like LaMelo. Because I've got these guys locked in for $25 million. I, Like, that's not a lot of money. I kind of want to knock it. I kind of want to knock the LaMelo thing just because, like. He, go ahead. But I. Look, I think the the Lamelo hate comes from the fact that we. What does that have to it, do? It comes from his. Oh, it comes from his dad, and it comes from the fact that we've seen him since he was like thirteen years old, being like a punk, like thirteen to eighteen year old. Yeah, but I'm only going by what I'm oh, seeing on that. Oh no, no, no! I know that's what I'm saying. Is like I think like we kind of were. He was a very annoying character, and then became like probably if we saw a lot of these NBA dudes from like 13 to 18 all the time on like a reality show, mm-hmm. we'd probably be like, oh my God, I can't tolerate that person. But then like he's become a great basketball player and a great teammate. Like the guys seem to love playing with him as well. Yeah, but for me, LaMelo, I just, I've, he's too inconsistent for yeah. me. That's the one thing. If he was more consistent, yeah. But he is way too consistent. Well, he's only a rookie. No, but he's he's never been consistent his whole playing. Career. He's a young, he's a young, young, young rookie. Like he, yeah. No, I think he's nineteen, but, right? Yeah, but, that, 19. but at this point, that don't matter anymore. I mean, you you either gonna get what you get. I mean, LeBron was averaging twenty five. He was more consistent at twenty. I get that. Well, LeBron is one of the greatest players. But I'm just saying, like, that's, that's at this point, why, we, why are you guys thinking about LeBron, man? That's not an excuse because he's 19. He can't be consistent. Well, that's to, not really an excuse at this moment. To answer Ralph's question, why are we comparing people to LeBron? Like, we're talking about a 14. You're just comparing Vince Carter to LeBron, okay, man. You should be okay, ashamed of yourself. We're talking about a 14 year contract. Like, we're talking about, like, something that really. Like probably realistically, you would only give LeBron. Like, no, no, no. If we're talking about like, if we're not talking about twenty five million, if we're talking about like closer to the max, like the safest, the best payoff you could get. So, are we doing the game like what we know? Because a lot, if any of these guys could, you think if the New Orleans Pelicans or the Minnesota Timberwolves could have signed Anthony um, Davis and fucking. Call Anthony. You think that if the Washington Wizards could have signed Bradley Beal for 14 years and never have to deal with this shit again, they wouldn't have all did it? They probably wouldn't have well, they probably wouldn't have the money left because they probably wouldn't. I was gonna say they probably wouldn't have the money left because they probably would have given like 14 mil to John Wall <laughs> or 14 years to John Wall for <laughs> Yeah, if they could have did this because this is this Tatis's second year. I don't this forget yes, the yes, what is the... yes, this is his second year in the major leagues. He his he had a rookie year and then this was his second year. So all these dudes would have done that stupid ass contract in a second. It's just like the basketball agents would have never let him, because it's just not as much money yeah. as it sounds. No, because 
Well, well, we we grew up in an era where like they give out the seven year deals. Yeah, exactly, and and that ended up screwing the team almost every single time. Well, that's because the uh, front office didn't know what they were doing. They were so busy trying to get the, that was during the next Michael Jordan phase. Everybody swore that so and so was the next Michael yeah. Jordan, and they was just like, oh, we just give them money and figure it out later. And well, it was also the era where players would. Given giving them that kind of deal, maybe Carmelo Anthony is so much better than Vince Carter. I'm I was, I mean, Sorry. if you're telling me, I would have gave Carmelo Anthony a 14 year contract in 2003. Yeah. If his second year in Denver, well, well, yeah. well it was an era, maybe it was just those guys specifically, but every time they gave a seven year contract mm-hmm. to a guy, like you would see their conditioning between seasons fall off. Like, very few people, like concern themselves better and better and better younger well i'll give you a perfect example of them i'll give you a perfect example of somebody you would have given a 14-year contract to and then you would have regretted it and it's like one of your favorite players yeah, yeah. alan iverson yeah in the, like you if you're the sixers a, a thousand times out of a thousand you give him two years into that career you give him a 14 I mean they gave him a contract and regretted it (laughs) (laughs) and yeah that's that's uh, I mean like did he did he even play for probably did I I looked at it recently and his career was a little longer than I thought it was 2012 I think was his last year so he's drafted in two he's he's drafted in 96 97 his last year is 2011 his career so yeah Longer than I it thought. Is it was actually productive longer there than was, I thought. But like, there was stoppage though in between like 08 and 2011. There and, was like, I mean, he was pre- he was pre- productive until he was traded yeah. to Detroit because his even his Denver years, like he was a solid scorer. That team just wasn't going anywhere because they had two guys who couldn't play. They, it was basically the West, Nets, like they couldn't was, play. It was close to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and then that's. No, he didn't close. go to the Western Conference close. Finals. No, they never got out the first round because they kept playing Kobe. And the team couldn't play defense. Well, they played Kobe. It was the year that they traded him to – it was the year that they played – I was like, huh? they kept playing Kobe, so it was kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. It was the year that they traded uh, Allen Iverson yeah. for Chauncey Billup that they got to the Western Conference Finals. But uh, Iverson and Melo never got out of round one. Some my, my second pick based Belgium. on again like ruling out some of those guys because of weight and stuff just based on like fitness and where they already are and kind of where the game's going in the future would be Trey Young. Really? Yeah, yeah. he's twenty two. Like like I know Trey Young is is at the very base level for the rest of his career going to be able to shoot threes and pass the ball. So you think he's going to be better than Luca? I don't know that he's going to be better than Luca, especially not in his prime. Like I said, I think that like I I I think so. What you what, what you're saying is, is you think at some point Luca's just going to fall off. I, I think that I, is what you're I saying. Think oh, that oh, yeah. gonna, I think th- I think 30 year old Luca is going to come into camp like 30 pounds overweight, <laughs> looking like, like Boris Diaw, looking like Boris Diaw, being able to pass and shoot a little bit. But like he's not cut, he's not coming to the hoop at all. Well, so what? Can he? Can he still pass and shoot at thirty? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I think and I think at thirty, 
Trey Young will be able to pass and shoot better. I mean, can he oh, still shit. shoot? Can he that still shoot? Well, at thirty, even if he is overweight, if the answer is yes, then so so what? <laughs> like I think thirty-one-year-old Luca looks like our Venus and Bonus at like 35, 36. Yeah. <laughs> like I think he's got the two knee braces on. He's got he's got the pot belly. Like no, I don't. I don't, I don't see Dallas allowing that to happen eight years from now. They weren't exactly like getting Dirk on the treadmill. Well, that was different. Well, Dirk was, but Dirk was great all the way yeah. until like, he fell off. And Dirk was seven foot and could shoot. Like Luca isn't doesn't have a size advantage on anybody. Luca can't shoot yet. I'll give you that. Luca can't shoot yet. His shooting percentage, his three point percentage is awful. He's like not for, a as much as people, for as for as much as people rip his athleticism, his being able to drive to the basket gets him gets him open shots and gets mm-hmm. him open passing lanes. If he came in in a few, if he doesn't develop a shot, and he's like twenty eight, twenty nine, and now he's a little overweight, he can't cut to the hoop the same way. Now his passing lanes go away. Now his shooting goes away. But his first three years are inarguably great. 21 points, 28, I agree. 29. I agree. You're not, you're not gonna sign up for that. Uh, I, He's not having a better year than Dame Lillard, though. I'd sign up for Trey, I'd sign up for Trey Young for like the longer haul. I'm thinking long Trae game. Trey is, is a, I guess his numbers would probably be the same from a just stat line, but not percentage wise. So Trey Young's first year is 19, second year is 29, yeah. this year is 26. So that's, that's three great years like as his, well. His line, like, his line will be the same. It just won't be like the exact same, but it'll be similar. But yeah, I mean, that, I, I think if you if you're gonna say yes to Trey, I don't I don't understand why you wouldn't say yes. As far as I know, they they're gonna be tied to the hip for the rest of their career. Unfortunately, the old Luke. The only thing I guess you would say is that like Trey Young could shoot yeah. the three and Lucas still can. Well, and, and, the, with mean, the way, and with the way the I game mean, is going, where three pointers being more of a focus, like I just think that like he's kind of future proof. Like he's always going to be able to shoot the three. Well, okay. So what what does shooting three mean? Like what what are we saying? Like. I mean, he's the, exactly. He's what, the, I mean, he's the, like, he's I mean, the closest thing in the league to Steph Curry. Like, okay, but what is Steph Curry getting you without like a healthy Clay Thompson and and and, and they're pretty and much shoot prime. Uh, Trey has gotten better this year, but that for career wise, they're shooting the same percentage from three. So that's what I'm asking. Like, what are we saying when you say three? Because Trey is at thirty seven percentage and, and Luke is at thirty three. So what what exactly that's are the, you saying? That's not about the same. That is the same. That's four percentages, and that's because so and so took more shots. So uh, he took more I mean, shots. I mean, I mean that's Trey. Bigger. So, Trey takes more shots. So actually, his number, so so his numbers should that's be lower. No, I mean you miss more shots. <laughs> but that's only this year. They the last two seasons they had similar 
like they're in 30. Anybody, Steph, Steph Curry shoots over 40% from three-point field, not less than 40. So anybody less than 40, if that's the case, can't shoot in the great shooter. So Trey Young isn't a great shooter either. So what are you saying? I would probably Again. take I would probably take Luca fourth in this exercise. Right. Luca wasn't even on my board, man. I was going all really young yeah, guys. I was think, yeah, because I mean you already know that Luca and you and, know Zion. No, I was picking really young guys because like no fucking agent of Luca Doncic would ever let him well, sign yeah. fucking well, And I only went with guys who played a long enough time to like at least show me something. Like, I don't know. Like, the only thing is, like, going with a rookie is, like, how many times have we seen guys have, like, a good rookie year? And then that's kind of what they are. Well, that's what I was saying. Even if this is all Anthony Edwards is, these numbers are going to be, like, $25 million for that in 14 yeah, years Anthony is going to be, Anthony like, a Edwards bargain. Is looking better and better by the day. I mean, Anthony Edwards is going to be a 20-point scorer in the league yeah. easily. Yeah. Easily. You know what this is showing? You know what all this Anthony what? Edwards shit is Close showing me? That D'Angelo Russell really trade looks worse and worse every day. Like, is worse gonna, every day? Yes, even when D'Angelo Russell comes back now. Are you going to give him more minutes? Are you going to give him more touches? Or are you going to keep, like, feeding the rookie? You're going to keep feeding the rookie. Well, I, I mean, just think, was, like, it was I always, just think they did, they did that to make Carl Anthony Towns happy. I get what you're saying there. I just think like D'Angelo Russell is the wrong player. I think D'Angelo Russell could be a good player on a different team, but on, like Carl Anthony Town needs but a I'm real point guard. He has one. D'Angelo Russell is on that team. That's a good point. But I, I'm I just don't. What you mean. I think that was just I'm a bad trade. How Anthony Russell. Edwards makes the. I think Anthony Edwards will be a better two guard than they, D'Angelo Russell. They play, Whatever, wait, what is D'Angelo Russell? They combo? play together. So what difference does it make? They both come off the bench. I just think that <laughs> was. I think that, I think you could have gotten better with the draft stuff, and I think you could have gotten you better about? stuff. They didn't get you ended it. Up giving up. I'm confused on what you're saying. No, they gave they gave up draft picks to get D'Angelo Russell, and they gave up uh, Andrew Wiggins. It's not like right. just a one on one trade. So they got Anthony Edwards. I'm confused on. No, they got Anthony Edwards with their draft pick. Like they still got to give up. Like let's say their pick this year is not in the top three. Okay, the Warriors get it, and the Warriors get that pick okay. regardless next so year. So I'm confused on what Anthony Edwards has to do. I just with that. they got Anthony Edwards. I think Anthony Edwards is. I think Anthony what Edwards. What, is what we're saying, what we're saying is Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Like you did, if you had Anthony Edwards and you had Wiggins and you had whatever that pick is going to end up being, you'd probably be yeah. better off than having D'Angelo Russell ball hogging. Carl but he's Car- not. Carl you guys don't even watch Minnesota basketball. <laughs> Well, they no, haven't they even haven't. played like together yet. They've only they played five games together. Like, I'd, look, I'd rather have Edwards and Wiggins, especially with what Wiggins has become. The only question. Well, I don't think Wiggins. Would, I, I agree. Think Wiggins that would, would be that on Minnesota. I think yeah, Wiggins I agree would, with you. I think that yeah, he needed Wiggins he is needed only a that new because location. he's on the he team to like not like like forever. He was going to be expected to live up to being the first round, first overall pick in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Golden State said, go defend wings and score for us when the second team's out there. 
Well, what is Wiggins' average? About twenty. Like eighteen points. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I think it's about twenty. I'm gonna look it's, it up. It's about twenty, and he's morphed into being like a top five defender now. And that uh, was, oh, he's at seventeen. Yeah, he's averaging seventeen. And it's points, interesting when he came out of when he came out. Scouting report on him was even if he doesn't develop offensively like a shot, he's going to be a plus defender. And then he wasn't a great defender in Minnesota, and he's now become that. Yeah. Well, in in his defense, other than Tib, well, he had Tibbs. Like he should have figured out. That's yeah, yeah, Tibbs. Uh, And apparently, when he was with when he was with Tibbs, him and Towns just didn't like. They weren't able to take Tibbs' coaching. Like they weren't able, they weren't able to like take. However, he handles players. They found it to <laughs> to not fit with them, or, or it was the combination of Tibbs and Butler. Well, I think Jimmy Butler looked at him and realized those two. I mean, Jimmy Butler was only there for what a year, half a year and a half. Yeah, half, half a year, year. half so a year. Tibbs was there year for four half, years, yeah. almost four years, was it? So, <laughs> but, but, but when you hear, but when so, you hear yeah. accounts of it, it, it was like it was like a year and a half of him, like in practice, just calling Cat and Wiggins soft, like the entire time. Oh yeah, like. <laughs> well, they traded Zach Levine and Laurie Marketing and none. Uh, none done, done, right? done, done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I think it was Dunn and yes. Zach Levine and the draft. Yeah, it was a draft day trade, and the draft ended up turning okay. to uh, the pick and yeah. for for Jimmy for, Butler and for a half draft for a year and a and half rental for Jimmy Butler. They got a draft pick back though too. So I think it was Gorgie Jang or something like that. Is Which a draft? I don't I even still know. don't understand why the Bulls gave up a first round draft pick, but it was the it's the Bulls. So I mean, I think Would it, it, I think it. Wait, they gave up? They gave yeah. up? Yeah. They get so the trade was Zach Levine done in that first round draft pick mm-hmm. for Jimmy Butler and the first round Bulls. So they swapped draft picks in that trade. It was just a twi- well, they a swapped swap, draft picks right? addition to that trade. The Bulls so it was up. it was essentially two trades in one. It was Jimmy Butler, Zach Levine, and Kevin Nye, and okay. they also switched draft picks, which didn't make sense. And then they drafted, they drafted yeah. uh yeah. Lori Martin, which, which I still right? don't understand. Okay. Because you don't. No, I don't Lord understand Martin why the Bulls gave what you're saying? I didn't understand that. Okay. <laughs> why we draft? Why we trade draft? You, do you think the? Do you think? Do you think the Bulls no. should have kept Jimmy Butler? I mean, okay. The front office was bad. It was mutual breakup. It was just they didn't want to pay him the max, and he wanted the max. And what do you think the Bulls should do going forward with uh, the way Levine's been balling? <laughs> uh, I'm asking you, man. You're the only one that lives in Chicago. I don't. I don't care. I mean, the I'm asking you. They. I, I've said. I've already said this before. Like I, other than like Wendell Carter and Kobe White. Everybody on the Bulls is expendable to me, mm-hmm. and now Patrick Williams is so, would you tra- so I wouldn't trade. So would you trade? Would you trade? 
Would you trade Zach Levine with his stock being as high as it's ever going to be right now? Um, it depends on what's out there. What am I getting for Zach Levine? Well, what do you know. think you're going to get for Zach? I mean, that's part of the, that's kind of part of the reason why he, he isn't being traded because it just also plus there's been multiple front offices, so you know there's still a test. What would you want for that? What would you? I mean, what, probably what would you want somewhere between the. The Bradley Bill, James Harden, Drew Holiday package would probably be in there. A couple draft picks and like a young player. Do you think anybody would give that up for Zach Levine? Because he hasn't really done anything besides being a good scorer. Do you think anybody would give that up for Zach Levine? Yeah, yeah. Think, I think. I, think I don't this, think. Do I think you think he's not seen that way? That up. I mean, I I know there were some teams that looked at him. When he's a free agent, Sacramento signed him. Sacramento. Came. I mean, outside yeah. of that, but you know, they was the only one giving him a cheat. But I think those were some teams that, especially if the Bradley Bill thing ever materializes, and even if it if if it does or doesn't, mm-hmm. I guess once he gets to another team, he'll be he'll probably be one of the next dominoes out there that teams will probably be willing to trade for. So, I mean, there's a package somewhere around those three players and whatever the Bradley Bill deal is between those three players of what Zach Levine will be worth, I think. I mean, Houston would be a nice – OKC would be a, be a team. Do you think OKC wants that with the direction they're going with Che Gilgis Alexander, though? I don't know. I don't know how – how fast they want to – I guess it all depends on their front office and what their timetables are for how fast they want to um, do a re- reboot. Like how fast does Houston want to contend for a playoff spot in the next three years? Do you think that you would be able to get something for Laurie Market? I would hope so. I would, I would believe so. I think the Knicks got something for Porzingis with his history. I think Market shows – Somewhat. Yeah, but the Knicks traded Porzingis when well, he was I mean, still he good. Still was, he still has had Marketing a history is, of injuries. Marketing barely plays, as we discovered well, I mean, like, he, a few weeks ago. Like, is he? He's out right now. I yeah, know. Is he? he? But when he does play, he's pretty good. He has shown that he he can play well once he plays. His problem is he doesn't stay healthy enough to play long stretches. But I mean, it's. It's the same as Mark. I mean, uh, as Porzingis almost, but except he he hasn't been uh, he hasn't played long enough than Porzingis, where he's like been an all star and shown what he can do for long stretches. But I think something similar, like a first round draft pick. Yeah, I think he would get a first round pick, but probably just one. Swap. Pick. Yeah, you get one pick. Yeah. Outside, maybe of you get a swap. Things. Yeah, I mean, outside of that, but I mean. That um, it, it who knows like what I haven't really heard anything about Lori Marketing, but it's still early, obviously. For, you know, free agency is until June or July. Well, June, uh, technically July, but really June. Um, so a lot can change between now and then. Obviously, so in February, March. We still got a whole another second season that hasn't been announced yet. Uh, so a lot can change. 
Well, before we go uh, too far down, uh, just talking about other things in the NBA, my third pick that I would have had, because I think he's a little underrated and he's, uh, but he's like putting up numbers and he's really been like proven to kind of give you enough to like win is Shea Gilgis Alexander. Is he 22? He's 22. Mm-hmm. He's 22. And he's just 22. Like, if you look at his numbers, it's it's surprising how good his numbers are. Like, he, he's just kind of hidden away in OKC. Like, he's going to be... I don't know if he's hidden away. But, I mean, he's going to be... Being 22, like, give him five more years, and, like, his prime in, like, that 27, 28 to, like, 31, he's going to be a beast. He's starting to have a injury history, though. Yeah, he's, he's had a couple little injuries, but, like, when he's playing, like, he's one of the best passers, one of the best shooters. He's actually a clutch shooter. He can defend real well. He's one of the better two-way players out of those young guys. Yeah, he's starting to lose his appeal, though, unfortunately. Uh, How do you mean? Now that the light is off of, like, the Chris Pauls and the um, – Dennis Schroeder's in the world. Okay, see, teams are starting up. He's having a hell of a. I mean, he's having a pretty good year. Yeah, no, I mean, stat wise, wise is is not the issue. He's going to put up because he's the obvious first choice on the team when he plays. So stat is not his stats are never going to be the issue. It's just the shine of what he was before is starting to. From other teams, it's starting well, to kind well, of well, look, He went. He went from ten points a game to nineteen points a game last year, to now twenty-two, five, and six. Well, yeah, but he again. Who else is on this team? They're winning still. Lugan Stort. They they have yeah, a decent, but I mean, decent record. Like actually, his, yeah. his stats aren't empty stats. Like his stats equal. No, winning. but I'm saying again, who else is on this team? You got Al Horford. Yeah, how about Stewart, who's having a decent year? Uh, probably, pro- probably more than you thought. Yeah, you about thirteen. No, 13. yeah, no, thirteen. It's not. 13. It's not. I'm looking at it. it's like thirteen. It's not twenty-three. So I mean, he, he's gonna be the first option on this team. So of course he's gonna put up when you when you have value scoring. You know, he gonna he, he's the rock is gonna be in his hand. So he's gonna score the most. So I mean, last that's last kinda, year. Last year when they had Gallinari, they had Schroeder, they had Paul. He was still putting right. up 19, 5, and 3. Like, right, but again, we, like, we haven't outside we haven't, of Chris Paul and Schroeder. Like, okay, but what I'm saying we still haven't seen what he's doing as a point as a taller point guard. We still but he doesn't play numbers. Guard. He plays he, shooting guard. That's another thing. He plays he plays the shooting guard, but he takes the ball up a lot. Well, so does James Harden, but he's still a shooting guard. Like those are shoot, he's a shooting guard. He's not a point guard. Well, Kyrie yeah, well, told James Harden. Who plays point guard on the net? Starting point guard is Kyrie Irving. Now, James Harden handles the ball and is the starting oh, shooter. He's a shooting guard. Now, hey, Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie took his walking <laughs> stick and dubbed him the point guard, goddammit. Well, the starting point with the guard with the walking the Brooklyn stick. Nets isn't yeah. named James Harden. It's named <laughs> Kyrie Irving. Now, on the court, once they 
You're gonna yeah, argue with a guy with a walking face. stick? He's Moses, and the man. tipped off. James Harden could be whatever. It's like LeBron is playing this point guard of the Lakers, even though he's LeBron right, even though guard on no matter what team he's on. Like it's kind, it's kind of like it's kind of like Anthony Davis when yeah, uh, exactly. Anthony Davis would refuse to play center in in. Uh, yeah, even, and they're like, even cool, we're gonna line you, we're, we're gonna announce you as the power forward. The minute the game gets started, get under that basket. <laughs> well, no, nah, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, he's like, he pretty good, though. I mean, outside of playoffs, he really hasn't played center. No, long. no, no, but he defends the center a lot. Who's this then? No, Anthony Davis plays yeah. center in the last yeah. clutch minutes, basically. Right. When it matters, well, when Shea Gilders Alexander statistically and how much he's taken the lead in winning, he's doing what you hope Ben Simmons will eventually do. I don't know about that. I think yeah. Ben Simmons is a much better player than Shea Gilders Alexander. Uh, on paper, I think you're just right. looking. I think you're just looking at the yeah. score. Ben Simmons, Simmons does a lot. Andrew more. Wiggins. Ben Simmons is probably one of the best. Like if I if I want to win, yeah. If I want to win, yeah, I'd rather agree. have Ben Simmons than Shea. I think and if I you like flipped him and put Ben Simmons in OKC and Shea and uh, I think the OKC would be winning more than they have. I don't know about that because I don't know if he can. I absolutely believe that they would be winning more than they have. If you take if you take Ben Simmons off the yeah. Sixers, who exactly is Shea doing can defense? Play defense? He's a good, but not defender. like Ben. But not like Ben. We cannot guard right. no damn power I, forward, I small guard forward O'Brien like Ben Simmons. Okay. Yeah, he did. No, LeBron and no Ben Simmons. Okay, see who's scoring. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons can't score. Ben like Simmons. Whoa, 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 whoa. He just had a 42-point game where, like, Joel Embiid wasn't in the, on the court. Ben Simmons doesn't score. Yeah, Ben Simmons doesn't score because he doesn't have to score because of Joel Embiid. So he just, he's there to just set up. He just there to set up guys. Exactly. He has those guys. Like, if you're all of a sudden put him on this OKC team. He's scoring. And he's getting, and he's getting double covered. He's going to average more than 20. Who passed the ball out? Just like he can't. Okay, so you got uh, enough guys who can score the basketball, but they don't have guys talent-wise that surpasses Shea Gillis Alexander or Bill, Ben Simmons. From a straight team perspective, Shea Gillis Alexander get double too. He passes and they shoot. Now, sometimes it go in, sometimes it don't. But, I mean, he ain't just standing on the island scoring 25 points by himself. <laughs> I think he's gonna. I, th- I think he's gonna have a great career. I think he's gonna be a guy who, like, you'd give that. No, I don't disagree with that, I mean, but, I, but I don't. But I don't think he's yeah, better than Ben Simmons. I'm feel. I'm probably coming off as like a. I think you just Simmons look at the point thing, and just since he's only scored like average twelve points, and now it's starting to rise back up to sixteen, you're like that's not enough. So that's all you see. But he does so much I outside. Just, like, I just think he I mean, has probably like the biggest amount of shine of anybody in the NBA for a guy who can't put up twenty points per game. I mean, but that's, right, 
Because that's not what he's there to do. Right. Jason what, Kidd yeah, wasn't putting up like, 20 he points. He was leading the league in all-star votes. Like, he, he was averaging, like, less than 15 points. Jason Kidd was. So, I mean, being able – there's six ways you can affect the game. And scoring is just one of them. But it's not the only way you can affect the game. And Ben Simmons does all five things other than scoring to affect the game. I always – Felt like Jason Kidd got like better when it, in the playoffs, and Ben Simmons so far in his career has kind of shrank in the playoffs. Well, I mean, so has Embiid. Like that's the knock on that. That's I mean, the, I mean, I mean, Jason Kidd got better in the playoffs when he was right. like in year eight and he was <laughs> traded to the Eastern Conference. Ben like I don't Simmons know if you guys listened to the Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah, Ben's like that's, but that's specifically like while they yeah, were saying like this, no one's afraid of the Sixers in the East because like and while well, like, that's because like, of past experience. Right. Yeah, because they've fallen apart. They get, they've got to the playoffs and they turn into well, like they, shrunken versions before, of themselves. Before Joel and B wasn't in shape. Before Brent Brown, I know Shaq, Chuck, he was on Ben Simmons. And he's like, everybody blame Brent Brown, but coaching matters. Brent Brown wasn't as good of a coach as Doc Rivers is. So there's going to be some changes coming to the playoffs. And, and also, there's a better front office in play. Here that if some by some miracle if Philadelphia doesn't do what they're supposed to, they're gonna tweak it again and get them the right pieces just like they did this season, where they number one. How many times with the Clippers did did Doc go in with like a great regular season team and then underachieve with them in the playoffs? But that was that was different every time. Every time because Doc Rivers for most of that time was also the front office person. Trading front first round picks for has beens and people. I'm, I'm just saying, ca- and that's I'm just saying, ca- counting on Brent, Brent, counting on Brent Brown to be gone, and counting that Doc Rivers is going to make the right plays in the playoffs to get these guys over the hump. Like, well, the Sixers is either going to be like the Sixers and the Nets coming out the East because I don't see the Bucks of Miami no, coming out the East. <laughs> the Celtics if they make a, if they make the right trade, yeah. yeah. I don't see the Celtics getting out of round one the way they at least round two. They definitely not make it past round two. They'll make it out of round one. I think it's off seed. I think the Celtics and the Heat both depend on like what they get at the trade. I don't see the Heat any trade moves. I don't see the Heat getting anything. I don't see the Heat getting out of round one. Man, they're gonna get the Heat are gonna have a hard matchup in round one. I think somebody was saying like it was executive was like they got lucky last year. Like they like found the right the right teams the right time to jail together the bubble helped them because there was that stretch where it was stoppage of play and they started to get better but before the bubble Miami wasn't a great team last year either so it's probably not going to be a bubble for the playoffs this year it's probably not going to be a stoppage like it was last year this year either so they did get lucky that they had a young team and they had a team where Butler went into the bubble with kind of the right mindset with his like little coffee shop and everything. And like, while everybody else seemed to be tired of the bubble, that heat team kind of like thrived and made it kind of like a college well, atmosphere. Did you listen to Bill Simmons, right? When he had a uh, Chris Haynes on, he was like, yo, the, the, right. the Lakers yeah. and the Clippers didn't want to be there at all. Right. Yeah. And the Miami heat for whatever reason, they enjoyed it. They made it kind of like a college dorm atmosphere and mm-hmm. just loved it. Like you'd see Myers Leonard going around and like having like beer drinking competitions with everybody and 
but you know, but that was Butler's last had year, and, coffee and, it's, and it still wasn't enough. And I think if anything, they yeah, they haven't recovered from game six. Miami Heat still haven't recovered from game So six. I mean, because they lost Crowder, Drag Drag yeah, out, right? Yeah, because he didn't play in the game. Iguodala hasn't looked like like oh, he's gone. Yeah, he he doesn't even look. Well, Iguodala is old. Gets the ball. Yeah. No. <laughs> He doesn't. So, I mean, his days is numbered. Yeah, that's just a bad. Yeah, that's would. just a sunken bad contract. The guy they should have given the yeah, contract to yeah, is Jay Crowder. To be honest, but they was trying to the fact that they keep the cap for Giannis and other guys. Well, that's a thing. Like a lot of these guys were saving their cap for Giannis, and I think Emmanuel and. I kept saying, yeah. saying I don't think he's leaving well, Milwaukee because he's still young. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was because this the Giannis was well, a, a European, by the way, another European. He's is he 24, 25? How old is Giannis? Giannis is 25, I think. 25, 26. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 26. So, like, he's 26. Yeah. So, by the time this contract is up, he's like 30. Like he's still got a lot of time. So let's say it doesn't work out for him in Milwaukee the next four years. He could either request a trade or he could I, just like I mean, I don't not expect sign unless him. something change. Yeah, I don't expect him leaving Milwaukee anytime soon. But I mean that's a separate conversation. Well look when he when he signed that extension, specifically, apparently he made the deal with the team that like if it things didn't work out, he they would be willing to trade him to another team. So I don't and I never ever I never I never ever yeah. got the idea that he was gonna want to be Luka Doncic's. I, I, I don't I see him so much better. Because like, I don't he just that. from everything he said, he said everything that has happened. He just he doesn't. I could see him leaving Milwaukee if it doesn't work out in the future, but I don't see it happening. I mean, now. a whole a whole bunch of at least not the next two or three years. Have to happen in Milwaukee. For him to leave, I think at this point, outside of that, he can, he can, outside of he has to keep too. losing in round one and it two. Just have yeah. to be, it, you know, his he met his his girl there. You know, he just had a son. His family, that's the, his family, that's the city they know. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah. So I mean, it it kind of goes past basketball when it goes to Giannis and Milwaukee. Unfortunately, to all the other teams out there, so a lot of bad. Yeah. Well, now they're now they're all just yeah. waiting on Bradley Beal to be free and then all these other teams. Because that's how it goes. You were waiting on Giannis, well, and Giannis isn't James free, Harden so now you're just waiting that. on Bradley Beal. Yeah. How much? How how much better do you think Miami would yeah. be? Say they get healthy, closer to the playoffs, and they manage to make a trade where they give up only picks, not any of the young core players. And they bring in Oladipo. They don't have. Um, I don't know how is Oladipo I mean, looks. looks, I, looks I, right. They're watching Rockets games. How I mean, he not look? the old. He's looked good. He's looked like. No, he's he's still a really solid yeah. scorer. He can. Oh, he, he can. Defend. I don't think he'll be enough though for Miami. If we we're talking about like getting back to finals. Yeah. No, that's not going to get that you out of the enough. Eastern Conference at all. No. Because I mean, uh, the Celtics are trying to get get just a big. They're not looking. They like 
shift the team up too well, much. Well, I, I think the Celtics are just looking for something. I think they are looking I don't, to I, shift the team up. I think they they look at they. I think Danny's looking for a big that can shoot mostly. But I think if he could get his hands on Bradley Bill, then yeah, he would put the trigger in a heartbeat depending on what the you know if he get him for the right price. And I think they're going to have an opportunity to do that, but I think it's going to be in the off season. I don't know about that. Like the Wizards have won four in a row now. It seems like Westbrook's yeah. trying to find it. Yeah, they've been. How many they've been because you got to remember it. No, they're not going to make it to the playoffs, probably. Probably, unless they – I mean, they'd really have to go on a winning streak. They're not making it. But but they – Yeah. They're, they're not making the play. They're, they're three games back of the plan. But how many of those games were mm-hmm. – didn't they miss a lot of games because yes. of COVID? Like where they kept yes, they have more games, games to play left than any team in the NBA. I don't oh, think Bradley no, Bill is going to get traded this yeah. year. Is basically, what I'm saying. If he gets traded, it's going to be an offseason. And I think the Celtics have a chance, as good of a chance as any at the offseason. In the offseason, yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. Celtics oh, are blowing Celtics up the Pelicans right now. Play Pelicans are the whole mess. Before six o'clock. But still, was, so they lost to the Knicks. Lost the Pelicans on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. The Pelicans. Man. They got blew out by the Knicks. The Knicks were a lot better than the Pelicans. Oh, I would say the Knicks were a lot better than the Pelicans. On any given day, the Knicks have been playing good, man. Our group has basically become like the Knicks. The Knicks group. There's a lot of Knicks fans. It's just they've been (laughs) sucking for so many years. They finally came out. Uh, Emmanuel quickly could run for mayor and probably win right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's only running against Cuomo. So, yeah. Yeah. I live in New York. Yeah. I um, had that dude on Saturday Night Live. Now, for years, I, like, I've been one of those guys who, while not a Knicks fan, the basketball is always better when the Knicks are good, just like it's always better when the Celtics are good. It's always better when the, the Lakers are good. Like those big tentpole teams, mm-hmm. and that's been the allure of the Knicks. Is like if you're mm-hmm. good for the Knicks, like you don't even have to be great. If you're just good for the Knicks, like they put you on a pedestal that like nobody in the yeah yeah. Have we not learned from Lynn Sanity? And that's what quick like quickly's not. I was listening to a podcast this week. No, no, he's not as good as Jeremy Lin Lin of the year, but like well. Because of Derrick Rose too, he's he's losing playing time too. So, <laughs> hey, hey yeah. Frank Nilakina, Frank Nilakina no. doesn't even play at all, man. Yeah. And that and now you're seeing some of the Knicks fans in our group being like, "I knew Nilakina and Knox weren't going to be good. They haven't been good for a while." And it's like, okay, last season you guys were trying to like trade them for like all stars and talking about how good right. they were. <laughs> it's like uh, pump the brakes. Last year, you were trying to get Bradley Beal for Nilakina N- 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 and uh, uh, Knox. Knox, and tell him, and tell me that both were going to be future All Stars, and now you're like, what? oh no, I don't both. know, man. I, I still want to, I, I still want to hold out hope for Kevin Knox on a different team. I think, I think it's something now. I don't know if he's going to be just like a rotation. I, I think the very most will probably be is like a rotation player, but still. I think he'd be a three and D yeah. player on the on the team. 
I gotta be honest with you. I have no real opinions on Kevin Knox. Well, you got on the list. They both kind of suck. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's the only team they've played on, so that's the only way I could judge them. The problem with the Pelicans is that they've got big money now in Ingram. Zion's obviously the future of that team. Yeah. Yes. Ingram and is that's balling, the thing is though, Both man. of them are balling, but like they don't seem to fit well together. In that, no, I, I think, think it's the opposite. Certain, they fit well together. It's the rest of the team that doesn't like fit. They have certain moments where they don't quite gel, but then there's other moments where they do. Well, what the problem I've been hearing on podcasts is that yes, both of them can score. Neither of them have been. They're both really defend. bad defenders, no. and you're you're talking about having like a I mean, a record bad well, defensive front court. If you take, I'm sorry, it doesn't help that uh, Sam Van Gundy is the head coach. <laughs> it just doesn't. That's what I was about to we, say. We, we <laughs> all agree on that. Like Stan, the Stan Van Gundy thing is I, puzzling. I mean, look at your Pistons. They, they, yeah. They're trying to figure out what to do with fucking yeah. poor Blake. Well, I'm not going to blame Sam that. That was actually a... Yeah, but... Yes, he's, the one, he, that, he's he the one that traded, traded for him. Like yeah, but trade. I mean, he was... I'm, I, I want to say, like, he was behest to do it, but... like When they brought... Yeah. When they brought in Blake, they it was like... Out that arena. It, it was amazing. Like, the Pistons were never going to bring in that level of star and free agents. So, the the problem was he was one injury away from being done, and that injury yeah. happened. He did. Didn't he have two injuries no, he, while he was he there? Did. Wasn't just one. He right? had, and then he had that, like, all-NBA season, and then towards the tail end of it, he tweaked his knee pretty bad, and then that was when it was just done. Yeah. And you were right. They yeah, should have traded right. uh, All-star break, the uh, Heat were apparently going to trade two first-rounders for Blake, who was on an all in the middle of an All-NBA season. And I was like, we need to take that trade because, like, this dude's one injury away from being done. How much do you, how much do you believe, though, that is Blake Griffin yeah, you were right. kind of playing somewhat possible? And that, like, if he gets on the win it, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that if Blake Griffin showed like, up in like Miami or LA, he, especially yeah. if he, he's in Miami or something like Miami, you know, he'll they'll make him cut body weight and whatnot. So I don't like how, there's there's a little part of me that wants to believe that we haven't seen. Stuff I want Blake to believe, Griffin. yeah. Like if he's on the right team. He did. I know. I know. His know, contract is so bad, though, man. But this, His like, contract is so like, bad. Like, he's going to opt in next year, and it's $40 million for a dude who can't move laterally or – But that's what I'm saying. Like, but I, That's I why just, I don't understand why they think there's like going to be a said, trade for him. There's a part of me that just believes that. There's a small part of me that believes, man, if he gets on, like, the Lakers or something or, like, the Heat, this – like, like it's the whole James Harden thing. The advantage of him ending up on, like – yeah, well, I, well, the thing is, James Harden was like in the middle of a prime. Like, like we knew that that was not, like we knew that that wasn't going to end up being a bad deal. Like, Blake, yeah, Blake's genuinely, but he has washed. to give up so like, much he's money. Not just, to he's not just out. like, 
tanking. Like he's he's washed. No, man. No, he's washed. Like he's not gonna. He's he's not gonna show up in 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 the Lakers after a buyout and like start jumping over. Oh well, no, no, not not that. I'm not going to that extreme. I just think. I mean, he's not going to start on the Lakers. Well, he's going to be behind Kyle Kuzma. He'll also be behind Blake Griffin. He's so. just going to be <laughs> the guy who fills out minutes. I'll tell you what. Okay, I'll tell you. No, well, no, he wouldn't start over Kyle Kuzma. No. Well, I, I understand that. I'm saying there's also Blake Griffin Anthony would not Davis start over too, Kyle Kuzma. So. No, even if, even if he was. But I'm saying once he comes back, so so I'm saying Anthony Davis is by some yeah. chance. He does randomly start over Kyle Kuzma. It'll only be short term. Yeah, it's definitely going to be like kind of like the uh, the Mitch Richmond title. Like he'll get he'll get he might get a ring and it'd be like the Mitch Richmond. I don't know. I, I see him being better than Mitch Richmond on the team. I just don't see like. I just don't see how anyone's going to get him because like he. He's gonna have to give up so much well, money to get bought out. Buy, like, I just don't see where like it's gonna it happen. Like, who's gonna they, trade for that guy? Like, they can't buy they him can't, out like yes. the right, the normal way. So it's it's different. Yeah, that's the messed up part is they can't stretch him. So he's gonna like the stretch. The stretch allows for people who are listening who don't know. The stretch allows you to take the full value of the contract, and over twice the amount of time of the contract that's left. You're allowed to pay. You're allowed to break yeah. the contract up. So essentially, they can pay him over the next like four or five years, the same value of the contract. Just break it up, and, and then he's gone. They can't do that because of having other players that they're already stretching. So they would have to do a, a buyout, which which would mean Blake would have to yeah. basically, yeah, say. We're gonna. I'll give back money. I'm not gonna make you guys pay me the full amount of the contract, which seems unlikely. Unless like he really, really, really wants to. Or I think it just. uh, It probably just depends on once he finds out which teams would be interested in him. How how likely he'll want to go to that team? I, I mean, it's possible. Like if the Lakers had interest in him, that like he'd be willing to like give up a little bit of money to go get a ring. Well, I mean, yeah. Part of this too is like, you know, uh, how much you know is he going to be part of playing and his playing time and whatnot, not just getting a ring, but how much he contributes to getting the ring. So you know, I don't think I don't I, I just don't think that there's a team I don't think he's going to forfeit that money just to get a in ring. the hunt. Well, I just don't think there's a team that's in the hunt for a ring that he's going to get any kind of solid playing time for. I mean, like, if it was the Lakers, it would probably be – if it was the Lakers right now, it would be the Lakers. I just don't – I just don't think he gets bull. I just don't think he's going to get bought out. Yeah. That we – I we would sign him, but I just don't see how we could get him. He makes yeah. too much money. Because well, we, we are not trading for him. Well, if he does so the buyout, he's probably get like getting, like, five mil from a team. Yeah, I don't see him getting bought out. That's the problem. I mean, okay, if he got bought out, yeah. Maybe, but like, okay. Well, what? I don't so see so him bought out, him? man. Like, they're just gonna put him. They're just gonna like, like they're saying they're sitting him out until they can buy him out or trade him. So if you can't get a trade partner for him, you can't stretch him, and he won't do the buyout. 
Like, what do you do with well, him? Well, I think you got to kind of – is he going to be like Andre Iguodala from a few years ago, where like Andre Iguodala is just like on the roster? Well, I mean that was kind of a different situation because they were, yeah, and they were gun ho about trading him, whether it's just letting him go. So I mean, at least with Detroit, they kind of are not gun ho about trading him per se. And, Kind of, uh, you know, understand the realization of the situation, and not just want to train it. Plus, I mean, we almost the next the thing the next topic we got to discuss. By the way, is to the All Star game, and so it, it appears that kind of teams are kind of waiting until after that to kind of focus on the trade market. So those next those yeah. two weeks after the All Star game is going to be kind of where you hear names and trade rumors and whatever the case may be. I can't see a team trading for him knowing that he's going to opt into forty mil. Well, I believe like I think that's like part of the thing, right? Is you you trading for him for that reason, and then like OKC, you know, you try to flip flip him later. For something, and how good a, and, and how good of a job are they well, doing flipping they, uh, Horford? Again, teams are waiting for the trade market. <laughs> no one's Dang. no one's trading for Horford. So, you never know. Never say never. It's always a t- it's always a sucker. It's thirty teams. It's how many years? Like how many years does Al Horford have left? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like two. I think he's got like two. Yeah. So he'll probably get flipped next year, not this year. How old is he? Mm-hmm. Like 36, 37? Yeah, he's up there. Al Horford's got to be up there, yeah. I think he's 37. Let me double check. Al Horford's a dude he's I, that you good, forget though. about. Horford is an OKC. He is like the whole wasteland of basketball. So Horford's only 34. Is he? Yeah, he's, he's younger young. than I thought. Yeah, he's younger than I thought as well. And yeah, he's averaging mm. fourteen, six, and three. He's actually having the best year yeah. he's had since two thousand sixteen. Yeah, yeah, that's but pretty much career guy. stats. He's, he's never been a big scorer. He's he's having... So he's having a good year. I mean, and he is younger than I thought he was, but. Well, I mean, besides the contract. (laughs) Well, there's not a... Yeah, Thunder, you mean? It's just not a team that needs Al Horford right now. Oddly enough, enough, the team that probably needs him the most is the Celtics. Yeah. Boston? Yeah. Now you're (laughs) right. Yeah. Like, like that's the team that needs, like, everything that he does from the center position. Yeah, but you could just wait until like Andre Drummond's bought yeah. out and sign him if you want to do that. Because nobody's going to yeah. trade for Andre Drummond either. Because his contract is too big, and you have to give up too many plays. Well, to trade Drummond, for him. Drummond is coming up yeah, off his contract this year, and and he's going to have one of the biggest fall offs in contracts because no one's paying him what if. He's gonna make like fifty yeah, million. Yeah, he probably, probably he probably goes from like thirty million to fifteen million. Well, I mean, it's also too because his yeah. original team isn't paying him, so that's part of it. Mm. 
And yeah. also, let's be honest, Andre I mean, Drummond's stats never equal a, wins. He's also a big 2012. Man, the Pelicans got back into this game. Um, <laughs> it's like 93 to 88. It was up by like 14. Like, nah, you don't know the Celtics fight. Yeah, the Celtics no, are not good this year. Right now. I mean, they've had injuries and whatnot, so. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's um, this guy is out, now. yeah, what's his name? Uh, Marcus Smart. Yeah, so, I he's mean, out. then they, they kind of helped that little COVID bug, too. Um, hasn't been great for them. Yeah, they're still missing some for the Celtics. Just don't know what. Mm, they're waiting on Kemba Walker to be Kemba Walker again. No, not this. Year. I don't know. Yeah, he's young enough to where like he might not be washed, washed for the rest. Of, but like, yeah, not this year. Mm. He might just be hurt. Like maybe next year he'll be back to being Kemba Walker. And also, uh, Tatum and still miss uh, Brown have though. stepped up, so it's not like it's, it's not. It's like an incomplete. Yeah, it's like it's an incomplete. They miss Marcus Small or miss a big. Yeah. And they miss what Gordon Hayward was giving. Another Another Gordon Hayward wing. So they could play all three of them together. Kind of play a small ball type lineup. If they could trade him. They have the. Yeah. They have the best wing combination in the NBA. Though. Well, those two guys, but I mean. Like, there's no other team. Like, the wing is the thinnest it's ever been in the NBA. Like, I don't think there's any other team. That well, Tatum plays forward, though. I mean, he plays final forward, so. And, yeah. and, and Jalen plays small forward and shooting guard. So, I mean, there's a team in L.A. that has that similar thing. There's actually two teams in L.A. that, oh, that have that similar thing. It's powerful. Anthony Davis is a center. The clip, both of them. I was talking about actually. Oh, like, talking about the Clippers, man. I just ignore the Clippers. I don't know. Yeah. Clippers are pretty decent mm-hmm. lately. Mm-hmm. I think no they're playing so Brooklyn tonight, right? Game. But it's no KD. Have yeah. those three played together yeah, they at have. all? Like, <laughs> I think they played like they played like that no, one game have, yeah. Atlanta together. Yeah, they played a few games, like two or three. No, they played a few games together. They played but, a few. Games. Yeah, because it's mostly because of Kevin Durant. He's been in and out because of the first it was the COVID thing, and then he got. He re-injured something when he came back. And they're trying to be careful with him. They don't want to, they're trying not to have that thing. I like sure. what teams are doing this year with uh, injuries, whether it's Anthony Davis or Kevin Durant, where they're uh, being costly. They're being man. Brandon Ingram just put a move on J- J- Jackson on Jalen Brown and went right to the hole on uh, Tristan Thompson, who I forgot was a Celtic. They're only down by Tristan's four. Tristan's been a disappointment. 
They should have just fucking traded from um that's, uh, that's exactly why they didn't do that. There's no way in hell that like if you give the Celtics a time, I don't know, and go back and just I do think that they probably deal. would still not do that deal. <laughs> no way. The Celtics are down by three. Now they're down by three. It's five minutes in the fourth quarter. Wow. No, uh, the Pelicans, they're only down by three with five minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. You, they were down by 14, like when I said Celtics. this game is over. <laughs> Zion, Zion uh, uh, is one of those guys, though. I remember earlier, probably about like five podcasts ago, where. Uh, you had you thought maybe he was like a little bit of a disappointment. Me and Emmanuel were telling you, no, no way, go check out stats. Like it's crazy yeah, how fast wrong. he can get points. Yeah, like there's a moment where like he can easily just like get six points off of like two possessions. Like the span of twenty seconds. Yeah. He has those moments. He scores he scores so easily. He reminds me of like a bigger yeah. Tracy McGrady in that way, like the way Tracy McGrady would be playing, and like you'd be watching, and he like he'd have like fifteen points, and then you just kind of like go out in the kitchen, make something, and then yeah. come back, and like, all of a sudden he's got like twenty six <laughs> points. And like, How'd that happen? <laughs> but he just yeah. has these spurs where he, he just takes over the game. I don't know. Um... Which probably hit that also point. So, what do you want to talk about with the All Stars? Uh, do the teams. The fact that you were wrong and Bradley Beal is not what? only a starter, but he is first pick by the players, by the fans, by the media. No, you, you were wrong, dude. He was always the lock. I don't know what you were talking the about. Then, then first at the he position, were, you were always players, wrong. media, and the fans. And the quality. Like, yeah, you were always wrong. as much of a lock as a gift. That was you were going fact, to be a that starter. Wasn't, at the point when I said that, that was <laughs> <laughs> first <laughs> oh my god, really? So at that time when I said that, he wasn't a lot. But next Holy shit. You were like you were like he's at not that a, time he you was were like he's not a lot. The next week he was a lot too. <laughs> You were you were saying he wasn't no. even a lock to make the team. You were like, if he doesn't get in as a start, you were like, if he doesn't right, get in as a starter, the coaches right. might they not might pick not pick him they like he does become a starter. That, that is good. I'm sorry, was he on the All Star team last year? How what what he ever? He wasn't doing this last year. What he but he was second. Wasn't he? he wasn't leading the league in scoring last year. No, he, he was, was like second. in the top exactly. 10. That was my point. No, he was second. James Harden ain't only that's not leading. That's year. not leading the league so in scoring at thirty three points. <laughs> but that was that was. Yeah, but that was my point. Nobody was, thinks he's better than James Harden. Dude. We, None we of were us just saying we were just saying he was a lot no. all star okay, and probably so a lot. At that star. point, he was not a lot. Now the next week after we did the podcast. <laughs> After after we did the <laughs> week, was a lot, week though, we became a lot. <laughs> Just like Damian Lillard became. So a lot the coaches' next week. votes today are: Do you so 
so the coaches vote today. Do you want to re reverse course on James Harden not being a lock to make no. the starting the the All Star team? Yeah, I, I, I don't think James Harden might not make it. I think there's no way that I think that there's no way they're throwing an All Star game and not having James Harden in it. And I'll say this: if you guys are right, and if like they have like it, he's somehow off the ballot, no, that's going no. to be one of the biggest snubs of all time. No, that's biggest. Uh, one no, of the top ten, one of the top ten scores in the league, who's a perennial MVP candidate. I'm sorry, but is yes, he one of the top, top ten scorers in the league right now? I'm and sorry, he's, and um, he's leading the league in assists. Didn't I just say Bradley Bill didn't make the All Star team last year, and he was the second scorer in the league? Did we, I just say that? Who is it? Okay, okay. He was the second. He was for one. I don't think he was the second leading scorer. But even if he was, he was in the top ten. Even if he was, oh, he was on a losing team. Like, wait a minute. Harden is on heart. Heart. Okay, but I'm. I'm, But I'm saying you. You excuse to leave Harden off. Harden is on a winning team. Harden's on a winning team. He's leading the league in assists. He's top ten in scoring. He's a perennial MVP. He's, He's a perennial. face of the league. Like, there's really – there's no need to – he's a perennial MVP candidate. He's literally – James Harden is not, James okay, Harden is not in the top 10 scoring. I'm looking at the top 10 scoring right now. Okay, come on, man. He's in the all-star Top 16. Team. all-star team. Yeah, he is leading the Yes, He's in. And he's leading he's the league in assists, though. One of the winningest. Yeah, teams but did he start on? Did he start on that team? Yes or no? Oh man, they started picking up winning when he joined the team. Exactly, oh, and that's. I think I think people might hold that Houston stuff against him. To be honest with you, because I listened to a bunch of podcasts well, look, this media, week where they're like, "Yeah, I can't get that Houston." Held stuff the media put him in third. And the media, which is usually harder on players for the no, they not coaches. No, they not. The media held the media surprisingly voted. Well, look, the media surprisingly voted him third and voted Kyrie third. So, so the the big the biggest. So I'm saying the biggest I'm snub saying, is Luca over Dame. It's not James Harden. The, it's, it was surprising that the media held Kyrie's stuff against him more than they held Harden. Well, because Kyrie's was averaging thirty though. So, and and by the way, James Harden wasn't on this team the start of the season. Kyrie was, and they were winning. So it's kind of hard. No, but I'm saying, but no, but I'm saying the media voted Kyrie fourth. They held him skipping out on his team against him more than they held Harden well, taking no. his way off. They the hold team. the fact that Kyrie Irving was gone for like a week and we don't know why. And we still don't know why. And he didn't play those games and no one seems to know why. That's what they hold against him. They also hold he was James Harden wasn't first. He was third. So that's still the point of he was third, not first. So Obviously, the media still held something against him, or he would have been first. Yes, because the me- yeah, the media had Brown as the second star. Right. So obviously, in a normal setting, James Harden would have been first if that's what you believe, not third. If the media, I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. I think it'll be a bigger snub 
it'll be the biggest snub of someone left off the All Star team. Obviously, I think it'll be a snub. Yeah, I don't know about Biggit. Obviously, obviously, Lillard is the biggest snub as a starter. He tied with uh, he tied with Luca on votes, and they decided to go with the players' no, choice. Fans, fans, fans as choice. The, the, the fans' choice, yes, as fans, the uh, yeah. tiebreaker. So I mean, that's what the fans wanted because yeah. that's who looked for the starters. So I yeah. mean, it's not a snub. He's still making it. He just don't become a starter. Yeah, Lillard is having such a better year than Luke, and his team right. is better. Than now Luke. there's a person, and, who, and he's missing like CJ, and he's missing when, CJ McCollum. No, but I'm saying with Dame, when when we I don't first, think we're gonna make it conversation two weeks games. ago, it was right when uh, which CJ came out and they was like hit and missing, and I was like, it's not a lot. After that week, though, not only did he become a lock, he became an MVP candidate. So. It, yeah, he's as the time we're, that we're speaking, he's third right now in uh, the MVP ladder. So I mean, a lot of things yeah. happen in that week. Yeah, he, in these he's weeks. definitely an MVP so candidate now. Luka, you can have um, a bad stretch of week, and it will be held against you. And definitely at the beginning of the season, uh, he was he was getting to the point where McCollum yeah. was carrying that team, and he was the second. And he right. was the second banana. And that, and he was out of the lineup himself for a couple games. So, I mean, that's why I was like, I don't know if it's a lot, but once CJ went out, they, they kind of struggled a little bit. First couple weeks, kind of win, loss, win, loss. After about a week or so, they started to start stringing some wins together, and then he started to amp it up. It was like, oh, okay, this is the day we want now. This is the day we need. Everything else on that, on that uh, all-star team – Kind of made sense to me. It was it was fairly cut. Kyrie, man, for a guy who like skipped out on like a whole week, he no no no. I, I, I is clearly was popular. I, mean, I, I don't understand what you're the not. Fans what you're voted him in against the media's wishes. You have no idea how many people like Kyrie Irving way more than LeBron James. It's bonkers to me. Kyrie He's Irving is like super dude. popular. Dude. I don't know about over LeBron James. Maybe. Yeah, but like, no, there. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's more. I'm not saying he's more popular than LeBron James. But there is a certain sector of like people that would that prefer what Kyrie and like all his oh, yeah, and give him credit for the shot. I They're, have a that dude is way popular. I have a niece we're just who's old really and we amazing don't, at basketball and plays on an he is super popular and like will probably have a scholarship to play basketball. She's 13 years old and loves she loves Kyrie. Like her favorite players are Ky- her favorite players are Kyrie and Paul George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's- and like every one of her shoes are Kyrie or Paul. He George speaks to a shoes. whole different Jeff generation. Yes. Kyrie Irving has the the second the biggest non-retired sneaker. So Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. The one thing the I will say about Kyrie is every time I go to football, Kyrie Irving has the biggest non-retired like, sneaker. Than the shoes LeBron without before I go out and see like the logo on them. Like the shoes that I look at and I'm like, oh man, those are kind of tight. I might wear those. They end up being Kyrie's. Yeah. I don't think I've only seen like one pair of Kyrie's in the store. I see LeBron's all the time, but 
like Jordan. LeBron, the, the LeBron though is like busy. Like like they're busy and they're kind of heavy. Yeah. Like I've owned a pair of LeBrons and they're like. Yeah, they're I mean, they're built for the LeBron. Yeah, they have. I got a pair of LeBrons on right now. They have built for a six foot eight person that's built like Carmelo and like yeah, probably doesn't even, doesn't feel the weight of those shoes at all. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> me, me and Raph walk into the supermarket. It's like, God damn, these things weigh. Yeah. Yeah, because I have a pair of Kyrie's, a pair of Durant's, a pair of LeBron's, and a pair yes, of uh, yes. just regular. Like the pair of LeBron's that I and have. And the LeBron's are like so much heavier two than years, the other like Two years old. They're the heaviest shoes I've ever owned in my life. Like, they also seem bigger, like, like from a like, standpoint. <laughs> like, they seem bigger than like, Kyrie or Kobe. No, they are bigger than <laughs> Like the, the yeah, LeBron, like the LeBron's like, make me. I'm five eleven. Like when I got the LeBron's on, I'm six like, normal shoes from any other. There's not a time where I put my LeBron's on where my wife doesn't like. I'm walking around and my wife doesn't go. You look really tall today. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my LeBron's. <laughs> wearing LeBron's. <laughs> and then I put my Vans on. She's like, you look short today. No, uh, maybe I need to get a pair of LeBron's. Get a pair of LeBrons, you, 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 you automatically crow. I'm in. <laughs> now you need you need to you need to get a pair of Kyrie's. They come with a walking stick, son. I don't know. You tell me, man. It was funny because it was funny. My wife out of nowhere just sends me the thing, and she goes, "What's with Kyrie and the walking stick?" I'm like, "I don't know. We're trying we're trying to figure it out in the group chat." <laughs> I'm still at a I'm because it was like really early in the morning and I woke up and I saw it on sports and I was like oh that can't be right. oh, that can't be right <laughs> and I saw it I'm like wait a minute that's real wait first of all where where is he coming out of is it like a hotel well, a young girl got a walking stick yeah. it can't be like a training facility. It could be an apartment though, because like when you see people who live in like New York, like they live in those kind of like fancy apartments sometimes right. if, they're, if they're wealthy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Brooklyn. He's in a nice part. Like, yeah. That's where like Brooklyn is right now is more expensive to live in than Manhattan. He's got a walking stick. So, yeah. He's got a walking stick. So. He, he got yeah, it. Yeah, he's at some point. level. He, He's like, like, I think he's just middle, trolling like us at a certain point, man. Bulls era, uh, Dennis Rodman run. Like, literally, he can do anything now, and it's just like, oh, that's Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> did you see what he said to LeBron at the game? He's like, wait, he's your best favorite throw shooter. <laughs> wait, what did he say? He's so disrespectful. I had to laugh. I'm not going to lie. He's like, this is your best free throw shoot. LeBron shot a technical, <laughs> and he missed a technical. And he looked back, and he's like, this is your best free throw shooter? <laughs> like, well, no, because he came out and said he – That hate is the opposite, so it can't be – He hates LeBron. It got to be something. Uh, I, I can, uh, <laughs> nah, I can kind of see – Here's what you said, and here's what you point, do. Because, like, when LeBron pieced out to the Heat, like they drafted really quickly in that first year, uh, Kyrie, 
And Kyrie was there for like three years of like a really shitty rebuilding man, losing every game Cavs team. And that was like his team. And then all of a sudden LeBron shows up, trades half of his teammates and is like, cool, you're going to be my sidekick now. I agree. I agree with you. I'm saying like, as a man, I mean, LeBron is your perspective. What is he? Like you're here, like, toiling through all of these losing games and you're build, trying to build a young unit and then LeBron just shows up, trades half your team and says you're going to be a sidekick, you probably like probably feel a certain way about well, that. Well, as far as I know from what I've been told, he seemed okay. He seemed fine with it when it happened. So it wasn't like he helped. Yeah, but we've all, we've all seen the videos of him constantly getting yelled at by LeBron. Well, I mean, that's the difference. And, and, and then Kyrie rolled his eyes like... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he won he the title, to, and then the uh, first person he faced uh, on was it, Kobe Bryant. It wasn't That's Curry's funny. wedding. Somebody's wedding. Yeah, went to Harrison was, Barnes' wedding. It was, like, uh, it was the goddess from the Kings. Warriors. Now, like, oh, Jesus. Harrison Barnes' and wedding. LeBron did not love that because LeBron's like super competitive. Like I am not talking to the Warriors unless I absolutely have. Well, to. I mean that's yeah. not really true because him and Draymond. Were- yeah, friends. but like it's a yeah, different NBA. Now. Yeah. It's a different NBA now. Can't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what I was about the to rest say, of man. It's a totally the uh, All Star team. Yeah. The coaches. The coaches vote today. Is it today? Today? Like so we're actually, about the reserves. Today? Yeah, because yeah, because they because they they said last night that mm-hmm. it was the last games that teams were. Or players were playing that matter specifically. I think Le- I think Levine had a big game. Yeah, he did. And they said, and they said Levine got in one good last game before the players. Levine the coaches ball on man. Sunday. Levine All sides. So, yeah, they're voting today. We'll probably find out Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday what the total is. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well. So here is Zach Levine's last eight games. 38, 4, and 3, 35 and 5, 37, 5 and 5, 39 and 3, 26, 9 and 6, 46, 7 and 4, 35, 2 and 6, 39, 7 and 4. The last eight games, this dude's been falling. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. I definitely, like last year, last year, if he got snubbed for like 10 games, like he didn't score like under 40. He was just like, He just was it. He was. He's like one of the perfect guys to uh, for fantasy to have. Yeah. Really. Wow. Well, we're trying to start tonight. Is Norman Powell out? I think Norman Powell is out. That might be one. Yeah. Well, we're trying to tank, so like, let's just keep good, keep rolling with that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get Dennis Smith all the minutes he can get. But I think for uh, Zach, I think it, it it's coming down to him or Trey Young. Suppose if Zach gets snubbed, he's going to be on my fantasy team for like the rest of the season. Oh yeah, every night before. Eh, some nights, like the way it works, and like is he uh, fantasy team now? I'll tell you, like it's it's weighted. So like him and Beal cost a lot of money because yeah because they put up. A lot of points you're paying for their points because like they're gonna they know they're gonna put okay. up so like a lot of times you'll try to go for a guy who's being who's gonna give you points but like they're not yet 
caught up to how much they're worth yet. Yeah. Like, like you're pay- like a Harden, a Beal, a Levine, like you're paying every mm-hmm. cent of like what they're giving. Right. Yeah. I mean, right now like, he's he's getting close to uh, him and Beal are close to James Harden, uh, LeBron, Giannis territory, and B Jokic. They're getting up there, where they kind of yeah cost they're, more. They're costly. You, yeah, well, all of a sudden you like you add you add one of them to your team and like the rest of your team kind of sucks because like yeah because you only so get I'm so on, much money and a percentage it's just like the salary cap where you paying for that one yeah, guy I'm on like you don't have a salary cap as you pay for that one guy or those two guys yeah you yeah you play them with like two other superstars and all of a sudden like you got like a couple positions where you're starting dudes who might not even get yeah. minutes. That's my boy. Jason Tatum. That's your boy. That's the guy I take for 14-year contract. That's why I was going to give him 106-105 with 10 seconds left. I mean, he's still in. There there is no, like, wrong choice for that. Who? Oh, yeah. Terry yeah. Rozier has been yeah. balling in the last four games. That Charlotte yeah. team is fun, so fun to watch. Terry so Rozier, he's been balling because they'll have nights where like they'll bowl out a team, and then they'll have nights where like they'll lose a team to a team they were supposed to win. Beat. The thing I like about them is that they basically play positionless basketball. Well, they kind of have. Like, they'll yeah. have like, yeah, they'll have the De- they'll have Devonte Graham. Uh, uh, LaMelo Ball and Rozier out there at the same time. They're all playing point yeah. guard. Well, Devontae's been out, so now it's uh... – I forgot who they played. They've had Monk out there. Yeah, they played Monk. they're starting to play Monk now. I forgot who they had out before that, though. Bridges and Washington both kind of play the power forward yeah. position. Washington just got back, too, so that's another guy. Hayward's been amazing. Yeah, he's been he's been in and out though too. He's still fighting the injury bug. Yeah. All right, rest of uh, rest of All Star teams still got to do the reserves. Oh shit! Oh man! Zion just like hit the fucking go ahead shot, well, and he's got the free throw. I- I don't know. I don't know if I would. If I would even he just be body like somebody to, to the post, like Sorry. in the post. <laughs> <laughs> he just bodied Tristan Thompson uh, the same way Kim Kardashian's sister body though. Oh, he was married to Courtney. Courtney, Courtney who's or Chloe? Yeah, Chloe. I don't know which one kind of like Courtney. Like, she's Courtney. had enough like good plastic Chloe, surgery, right? she's kind of like she's now maybe like the. Yeah. Yeah, she's maybe the best yeah. of them. Hot. Like she's had a late oh yeah, she's, she's had a, a late career thought resurgence. Like he missed No He hit the free throw. Yeah. Don't tell me you haven't seen the Doesn't she do that like, revenge like, body? Show? You knew what it was. I know you've seen the pictures. Uh, her uh yeah. No, I know yeah, exactly she who she is. I just I couldn't even remember which one she's she was. Number one in my she's hot. Smoking hot, yeah. Yeah. She used to be, yeah. Uh, me too. 
Yeah, I'm not so sure. Uh, I think she's number one in my Kardashian draft too. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, that, yeah, 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 that's yeah. Count, I mean, they, yeah, the, yeah, that's the, what are you yeah, counting Jenna in there too? Draft. Oh, is it is it kind? Yeah, the Jenner, the, the the one that um, uh, Kuzma and, and Devin Jenner. Booker were fighting over. I mean, I, I mean yeah, um, Kylie Jenner. Is the one. Yeah, which one is that? Like, Who's one? Kylie's. See, Kylie comes with like the like. When, when we're drafting, like, are we drafting just to, like, hook up? Are we drafting for, like, marriage? Because, like, Kylie's got a bit. Yeah, that's, I, I'll be drafting for long term. Long term <laughs> stability. <laughs> well, that's part of it, right? I'm just, exactly. I'm just drafting off with it. There is yeah. no wrong right. choice. I mean... Yeah, Kylie. I'm pretty sure she Kylie, got money too. That, she uh, just ain't got a million dollars. California, you get that palimony. Yeah, that was wrong. Let's see what's going on. Tatum's gonna take the game winning shot. Tatum's going to the. Tatum won the game. <laughs> a floater to win the game. Oh, it's a tie game. It's not a winner. So, uh, All Star reserves. Uh, Overtime. I think they're pretty. I think they're pretty much like locks. Well, I, well I told you guys like, there's seven. There's seven lots, including the starters, for the East and nine for the West. Uh, I think you guys it comes down in the East to. So I guess there'll be eight. Even though I'm not, I'm still not sold, but I, I'll, I'll give Middleton a semi. I'm guessing that uh, those sirens are are no, actually they're mine. That's me. <laughs> what's going on, man? What's going no, on, been, Emmanuel? Well, no, I live no, that's here. The busy, that's busy, that's busy, busy, uh, street, so. the main. That's 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 and then I also live oh, that's right. in the suburbs. It's not a hospital, but it's like a clinic, so to speak. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do get those every once in a while. See, I've been very lucky in the whole time that we've done the podcast is like that we record kind of in, in a good window because I live right next to a naval air, air base. So like we have like fighter jets that like practice over our mm-hmm. house like all the time. I also live yeah. because of the street. There's like car accidents like once a month or so. So mm. there's also that, <laughs> like right, right across the well, right like outside my window. I just assume because Raph lives in like a big city that like, yeah, yeah. I live next to the hospital, so there's most of the time. So yeah, I think you know, yeah. the reserves. Uh, the big question is like, how many did the I'm Jazz gonna say get? Because the Jazz didn't get no. a starter, right? So like, they're no, they weren't getting a starter. Either. I think they're gonna go two. Does Booker get in? Does no, they got in? I'm gonna say one of those guys get in. It'll probably be Chris Paul. Yeah, it'll probably be Chris Paul. Does Trey Young get in? Well, Does I think Chris Paul is probably yeah, either or. 
they're kind of tied to. Yeah, I think it is. I think they're fighting for that same spot. Maybe. Yeah. I think Zach Levine has pulled ahead. Maybe Maybe this is his year. I don't know. I mean, I think Zach Levine has pulled ahead of Trey Young the way he's been playing the last eight games. It's light skin or light skin crime, so I got, I, I got no. Either reason. way, either way, a light skin dude's getting. I mean, there, the there's a possibility when you would be we're under Yeah, yeah, I, I believe that one will get him, but I mean, there's a like I said, there's a possibility. That is a distinct possibility. Yeah. Well, well, look, as long. As long as one of those get in or Ben oh, Simmons yeah. gets well, in, the light skin Illuminati is pretty happy. That's Booker. We're trying to replace that spot that Clay Thompson is missing. Well, what about Dave? Is Dave considered light skin? Booker needs to get that. No. That's right. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Steph's already in. So, I mean, they kind of already claimed that. No, spot. Not spot. Steph is light skin, though. I'm trying to think who else would be qualified. Yeah, but I mean, he's hurt. but I mean, he'll be in technically. But I mean, Anthony Davis is light skin in the game, but he might be injured. I don't he's know. Hurt. Yeah, who, who, who's who? The Angelo Russell's like, yeah, but he's like not gonna ever get into. Do you count the Angelo Russell as light skin? Yes, oh yeah, yeah. The Russell. All right, I mean, you're the expert, Wait. so I'm trying to think who else would. Yeah, go Luke D'Angelo Russell. Uh, yeah. You count Donovan Mitchell? He's kind of in the middle. Yeah. Maybe a little, maybe a little tad. A tad. He's in the middle. Tad. He's about the same shade as D'Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not a snitch, so fuck D'Angelo. <laughs> I ain't never forgetting that. He broke up Nick Nick Young and Iggy Azalea. Neither one of them recovered from that. When's the last time you bought no, Iggy Azalea song? Out combo, bro. Yeah. And it's just like a and it, in Was fact, it fancy? Actually, if you listen to it, it's just a straight Cardi well, B ripoff. I mean, she got the new uh, new but she hot bit. Yeah, she's on like... new medicine now. She's no longer with uh, T.I. She's no longer with T.I. for a while, so. Yeah, no, check out the, uh, after the podcast, check check out uh, her Lola song. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking. I love her booty. She does. I don't like her music, but her booty she is. Can't knock it for that. I think I'm wondering. That was Nick Young's uh, career high, booty, career man. peak. Yeah, I mean, exactly. If it wasn't if it wasn't for uh, him, I, that I was mean, his that, career that high. That's better than winning a title. <laughs> if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Russell, it was gonna be some something else. What else? Anyway, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> what else do you remember that, Nick Young for? Like that, the, taking that the three me, point yeah. and turning around, thinking he made it, and it didn't go in. When he told the story about how Kobe threw out his shoes, that the meme, yeah. I mean that, and then uh, and then his time in Washington with Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say yeah. I remember the uh, the super immature Washington Wizards 
uh, Javel McGee yeah. and uh, Nick Young combo. Oh. Isn't there that <laughs> other gift with him and Kobe where yeah. like he's in the game and Kobe's in like street <laughs> shoes and Kobe says, I don't care if I'm not playing, you better pass me the fucking ball. Nick Young. <laughs> Those were sad days when Nick Young was the best Laker. I was like, oh, God, I gotta watch this. Yeah. When Nick, when Nick Young was the leading scorer, and because Kobe was on average like 17 points a game. I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to Nick Young games. Yeah, he's definitely winning six man. Buddy Carson is legitimately probably gonna win the six man of the year. Dave. I want to say Kyrie again. We got like four minutes left on annual. Do you got a Derek Fisher award winner? For the walking stick. (laughs) (laughs) I second that. That walking stick is ridiculous. Yeah, it's an actual stick. Yeah. It's it's not even a a cane, it's an actual stick. (laughs) Yeah. Like, did I know. He, like, did he, what are you did he doing? Walk to the game? No, no clue. When he when he got in the, when he got in the Uber, where did where? I don't did know why go? he had the stick, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he had to take it on the team bus made. with him. He had to take it on the team bus with him. Yeah, did he cut down a branch or something? Yeah, that 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 he bought that somewhere. Yeah, that's a fancy looking walking stick. That's got to be like a five hundred dollar relationship stick. with his teammates. Because like, I would imagine like his Absolutely. teammates would have had to give him shit for that. It's a walking stick. What is weirder when he it's was like in the Boston Garden? I guess the same part is like <laughs> you know rituals are crazy. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> you know, before a game, rituals okay, but. Just random walking stick. Yeah, so they Jackson never wrote you, boy. <laughs> yeah. They had to be looking at him like, yeah. what the fuck wrong with this dude? It's it's gonna That's be- worse than thinking the world is flat, the walking stick, it. man. I don't get it. <laughs> like, whatever he comes out with next, it. though, it's, it's the same thing now. It's just like, okay, that's Kyrie. Like, cool. Like, he's got to that point where, like, it's just weird shit that Kyrie does. Yeah. And that's why he has so many fans, man. Because of weird shit like that. He's huge with the hipsters in Brooklyn. He's huge with the hipsters in Brooklyn. In the coffee shops on their lap. Well, back in the olden days when we could go out. (laughs) In the coffee shops with the laptops. And they just talking about how cool he is with the walking stick and the, yeah. Oh, there's, man. there's no defending it. No. I don't get it. I can't defend that walking stick. <laughs> that, that, that might be the next move. That might be. It might be a. You think Nike's thing. gonna start selling career and <laughs> walking sticks? He co-owns that. Uh, he co-owns that underwear company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this is just like oh yeah he's we'll got find a lot out in about a month. He's done a lot of stuff. Like a whole marketing ploy, and he's got a walking stick. <laughs> <up and down. laughs> get people talking about that. Get people talking oh, about the walking no. stick. Yeah, that's what he is for, man. 
All right. If you enjoy this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends. And if you want to come hang out with us on Instagram, it's the underscore dream underscore team. If you want to hang out with us and talk with us on Facebook, go to Facebook groups, search the dream team. I think it's still Jordan, LeBron, and uh, Kobe. Kobe.